Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the moon. Can you hear me now? Fisher Boys, welcome to the kicker spot. Fisher Boys, Fisher Boys, I'm your host, T'Angelo. T'Angelo, why did I have a visual? I was partying to the break of dawn. I'm not sure who recorded the video. T'Angelo, OMG. It's kind of variety. So, no, okay. 
order the book. You can go to TangeloLive.com, the online bookstore there. Again, that's TangeloLive.com, where you can find um, a lot of books we discussed here on the show for Tangelo Live One books or a lot of other products. So just be sure to stop by and, you know, shop. Okay? Um, now, I know you guys probably are aware that I don't do a lot of TV watching, but believe it or not, I have been watching more television these days. Now, don't get me confused. It's not like I'm up to eight or nine hours a week or anything. But I am so in love with some of the programming I have seen. I've been getting more and more, like, told by my friends I need to get more into it. You know, and there's a lot of great shows out there. I mean, people discuss Weeds and what well, that show's off air, but one of my friends was telling me about how good it was. And then recently, um, Breaking Bad just concluded. So that was a major talk last week. Well, Right now, I'm going to have to tell you, the number one show on my list right now is probably The Amazing Race. Yes, The Amazing Race. I just got introduced to this show as it's now like on its 22nd or 23rd season. I had never even heard of this show before. But now I am madly in love. Look, I want to go on the show. I do. I think you guys would enjoy having me there, traveling around the world doing all these fun and crazy missions. I have been already telling my partner in crime that we need to start practicing and figure out who's going to take over what missions and who's going to do the roadblock. I'm learning the new lingo with U-turns and everything. I'm so in love with this show. And I know you would think my number one show would be Scandal, but it's very much a very close second. It's probably just that I want to go on Amazing Race is why I'm so in love with that one. But Scandal, oh, my goodness, you guys, it is amazing. That's my number two show right now. And, um, it, you know, it comes on Thursday nights. It's coming on tonight. So when I finish with you guys here, I'll definitely be watching the second episode of this season. And for those who are gladiators like me, was episode one not everything you needed it to be? Oh, my goodness. The cast is amazing. One of my friends actually just got on to Scandal, and so we were talking, and she was like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, right. It's amazing. I just, I can't wait. It's like my guilty pleasure, you know? Your question, what's going to happen with the president and his mistress? Or will it be the president and his wife? Only time will tell. We'll have to keep watching. That comes on tonight, you guys, at 10 o'clock Pacific time. And for those who on the East Coast, don't ruin it for us over here. We haven't watched it just yet. Not just yet. But I will say the show is climbing, which is awesome. Um, the first episode premiered at like 10.5 million. So that's really good. That's really good. And then another show that I've gotten into is The Have and The Have Nots. One of my friends DVR'd it, so I had to watch like six or seven hours of that all at one time. And it was good. I'm not used to watching a soap opera with a slow pacing like they do. They talk kind of slow for me. That was irritating, like these dramatic pauses. But when the juice was pouring, it was delicioso. I think it looking good. So that's off. That actually just had a season finale, so we have to wait for it to come back. And then another show I'll kind of have haphazardly watching is Modern Family. I like it. I don't have much to say about it yet. I haven't followed like a season or anything. I just kind of poke into it on occasion. So, wow, what I've been missing. What I've been missing. What I've been missing. Anywho, okay, well, you guys, well, we are here chilling at the kickest spot. As you see, I'm very casual and laid back today. It's been a great day outside for the most part. So we are just chilling. We are hanging out. We're not going to move too fast, not going to do too much, and just chill relax, okay? So right now I'm going to take a quick break. 
You guys continue hanging out here at the Kicker Spot. Also, be sure to um, go visit Tiangelo.com so you can join the Team Tiangelo. So click the green banner. We'll be right back. Am I, am I, is that me, y'all? I was over here. 
seen out. And um, I'm, my bad. I'm back now, y'all. Welcome to the Kicker Spot. This is your boy T. Angelo. And am I here? They said I'm back. Am I there, y'all? Y'all know I'm back, right? I'm I'm having technical difficulties on my end. I don't know if it's you guys. I think it's me. Can y'all can you hear me, y'all? I'm there. Okay, I think they said I'm back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm telling y'all, I was over here chilling, and I was ca- get caught up with people in the studio talking to me. <laughs> you have to go. Bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, you guys, what's going on? It's your boy, Tangela. We are back here chilling. Um, tonight, we're going to do Matters of the Heart, where we will be discussing, we're actually going to raise the question, are the children ruining your marriage? I know, the little devils, them, or the little angels, whichever are. Um, This is, this may be, you know, a kind of a hard pill to follow for some people, but I think it's definitely a question or a topic we should discuss. So we shall. And then for my friends out there who are still in the dating field, let's help you out by figuring what is it, what does it really mean when a dude sends you a text message? You know, like what's the subliminal message? Is it more than what it is? So this is kind of for the ladies we're going to discuss what men mean when they send text messages, a few ideas. And also I have a tool that you can use after this show that could also assist you in figuring out what your text message means, okay? So you definitely want to stick around for that. Um, oh, the Celebrity Hub. Yes. Okay, so Celebrity Hub, we're going to have Kanye West versus, I put Jimmy Fallon, but I think it's Jimmy Kimmel. It is Jimmy Kimmel. He's on Jimmy Kimmel's show. I wrote down the wrong name. But it's Jimmy Kimmel and Kanye West. They go face-to-face. I'm not sure if you heard about the Twitter wars they had going on, but we will discuss. Bum, bum, bum. And then a celebrity was recently attacked, and it was not with a gun. It was not with a knife. But catch this, y'all. It was a concrete chipper. Someone attacked a celebrity with concrete chipper? Random. And then the show Catfish, you guys, does it again. Now, I don't get to watch this show on the regular, but I do keep an ear to the window of what's going on. And this time on the Catfish, we have a celebrity involved. Yes, someone got a celebrity involved in Catfish. Oh, yes, we'll be discussing more on this story and others later on this evening, you guys. So stick around for the Celebrity Hub. And then lastly, there is the topic of lifestyle design. Now, this is a topic I had covered once before, but I had been asked about it a, a few times. So I figured I would go over it again and, you know, design our lifestyle and help you design yours. Give some tips on how to start the process anyway. Okay. So um, I think those are going to be – all those topics right there are going to make for a great, great old evening, don't you think? Okay, so let's do this really quickly. Let's go ahead and take a quick musical break, and when I come back, we'll um, get into answering the question, are your kids ruining the marriage? You guys stick around. We'll be right back. I don't know. I think I should go. You want to go with me? I've me never a seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the moon. And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town No postcode envy But every song like Gold teeth, gray goose Dripping in the bathroom Bloodstained ball gowns Trash in the hotel room We don't care We're driving Cadillacs in our dreams But everybody's like Crystal Maybach Diamond 
matters of the heart. Are your children ruining your marriage? Now, this might be a question you thought of yourself or maybe lingering in the back of your mind or maybe in the forefront of your life. But you have to raise, and then for the husbands, it might be an agonizing pain that he's having to deal with from day to day. So to help you answer this question, we have to raise a few other questions. For the wives, it's really kind of this is for the wives, for the for the moms, we'll say, for the mothers, not the wives, but for the mothers. Well, they would be wives that are running your marriage, D'Angelo. Sorry, had a moment. I'm back. Okay, are you spending all of your time with the kids and giving your husband whatever leftover time you have, being that you're tired or just irritable, but you're giving him a few minutes at the end of your day? Is that you? Or if you find that the romantic time in your with you and your husband is scarce, um, do you find that you guys are always interrupted? Do you have a problem when you guys get together being romantic with your husband because you're just not feeling connected at the time? You're not having nights. You're not having moments of, you know, just one-on-one time with your husband. If that is the case and you said yes to any of these questions, then you are definitely in the midst of a storm approaching. You're in the midst of a storm approaching, like you're right there and it's approaching. And the storm is not called Katrina, but it's called disaster, okay? This is not a good thing. If you are faking, okay, maybe this is good for y'all. Y'all know y'all good for this. If you find yourself faking enjoyment, sexual enjoyment, or you're constantly saying no just because you've lost energy and you've lost the time and you've lost the desire, 
you are really putting your marriage in a weird place, okay? You really want to be able to put your marriage first and resolve any issues that may become killers for your marriage. And the fact that sometimes you invest way more into little ones can really affect your married life. I mean, can you imagine you're faking it just because you're like, don't really feel like being bothered, but you know you haven't done it in a couple of weeks, so you're like, let me just get this out the way so he'll leave me alone. That's not a good way to think. No, no, not really at all. Okay. So these are just, you know, these are kind of like signs that make it apparent of what's going on. So one of the first things that you kind of have to really work towards, and I hear people make excuses for this one, but you really have to make time. You really have to make time, set aside the time to have a one-on-one connection. Don't wait for spontaneity. Don't say you want to be spontaneous. Moments like these are not going to be spontaneous anymore. They just rarely they're going to be spontaneous if you don't put the effort towards it. Spontaneity will come when one of you decides to surprise the other. But outside of that, with work, family, friends, social life, and most importantly, the kids, sometimes spontaneity is harder to come across, okay? So you need to really understand that. And I'm not just talking about sexual attention either. In some of these cases, the attention is just one-on-one time to lay up with your boo, you know, in the television, and let the television start watching you two as you fall asleep in each other's arms. That's connection, and you want to be connected. You really do. Um, You have to take time to adjust your priorities. That's what it comes down to also. Understand that your spouse needs attention too. You know, understand that you can't just be with the kids. Okay, so let's look at the day. You're like, well, Tangelo, I work with the kids all day, and I have to go to work, so what am I supposed to do? Well, okay, I understand you wake up at 6 a.m. to start the day. You have two children. Get them ready for school. Get yourself ready for work. Get your husband ready for work, whatever assistance he might need. Everyone's out the house, let's say, by 7.30, 8, drop the kids off. You sit in traffic, get to work by 9. You do your time there. So you're off by 5, 5.30 now. Send some more traffic. Pick up the kids maybe or have the daycare or not the daycare. Maybe have a nanny. Pick up the kids so you meet them at the house. Then your husband comes in, let's say, around the same time, 6 o'clock. You get dinner going, (laughs) get the kids in bed. Right, so I don't don't want you to think I don't don't understand. I do. I totally see your life there, right? That's on a work day. But on an off day, you know, that's the time you can kind of set aside some time for you one-on-one. And perhaps you might have the ability to change your off days, and that's something to consider. Maybe try to get a, a weekday off. Maybe that Monday, that Friday, that Thursday or something off so you two can maybe get together before the children come home, you know, while they're at school. That's the thing to look at, an option. But you want to really think about breaking the habits that allow you to forget each other. Really break those habits when you find yourself doing things that you can maybe postpone so you can spend time with your husband. Because the question we're dealing with here, are the children ruining your marriage? Is the mother spending all of her time with the kids? Or, you know, or tending to the kids, you know, you're shopping for the kids, you're preparing for the kids, you're cleaning up the kids. Is this keeping you from your spouse? And that's that's a very strong and a very difficult, I mean, it's a very strong emotional disconnect, and it's a very difficult thing to have to accept sometimes. But now, um and when I say break those habits, you have to let go of those things that you can kind of postpone so you can spend time with your husband. Now, don't take the mindset of putting the kids first. You know, you say, well, I put my kids first, put my kids first. Don't really think about it that way. 
more so think of it as I want to put my family first. And I was actually reading blogs about this topic, and, you know, it was like when people were saying, you know, it's not good to try to put your husband first or your kids first when you kind of have them in a place of um, you're competing. And I agree. It's not about a competition of who's better, who's worse, or not who's better, who's worse, but who comes first, who comes second. It, it's it was funny because I even saw people, some ladies who was like, well, my husband comes first, you know, and it was like, oh, how are you going to say that? And this is your kids. You carry them around forever. They'll always be yours. And he might leave you, and you tell about he's going to be first. I was like, wow, this is passion. And I was kind of like more in agreement of neither of them are first. It's the family. Put the family first. Make sure everyone's needs are met, including your own. But I just see us wondering, like, Tangelo, you're not married. Where did this come from? This came from a friend of mine who is married and finds herself consumed with the baby and her husband not always stepping in. And so she, you know, says he works. So she spends a lot of time with the, with the baby. And when he does come home, she's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, when he gets home, he kind of takes the baby, which gives her a moment of solace. She falls asleep. He comes in the room to wake her up to finish putting the baby to bed. Maybe he needs to be, you know, breastfed or something. And then the day is over with. So I was like, wow, we to discuss this. So what else can we do? I am a big fan of letting someone else watch your kids. I know some people are particular about that. Well, just find some people in your network who are, you know, the people that you trust. But let the kids go to grandparents' house for the weekend. You know, schedule a play date where they can go off and just, you know, hang out with the neighbor's kids. And you and your big daddy take a minute to yourselves. Why not? And I would always say don't assume that once the kids grow up that the marriage will work itself out and you'll be able to get back to that. So you're thinking, you know what, he'll have to just deal into the kids out the house. They're almost gone. Yeah, that's not necessarily a good thing to think about either because if you've been neglecting each other while the kids are there, once the children leave, it doesn't really pull the two of you back together. But since the children was the glue that held you together, now you're about to fall apart. And in some cases, people are only there for the children. Marriages, you know, tend to end after the children leave the house because they were the only thing holding, holding the marriage together. And you don't want that. You very much want to, again, work on your marriage and ensure that the children aren't ruining your marriage, that everyone is getting their needs met with this type of relationship. Okay, I think that's really important. Now, ladies, again, you do tend to get caught up in all the other things in life, and you say things like, oh, he'll be all right. And that's not the mindset you want to have. You want to make sure he's all right. Ask him if he's all right. And not in an argumentative way, but just sitting down and be like, are you cool? You know, I've been spending a lot of time with the kids. You know, this school season is really difficult. Let him know that you are aware. Let him know that you do see the fact that he's being supportive and he's kind of taking that back seat. But let him know that it's just a back seat for the moment. He's not. He's still in the car. He's definitely still in the car. <laughs> he's on the ride and journey with you. And in some cases, if you only steal five minutes, 10 minutes with each other, take those 10 minutes, take those five minutes and make them beautiful because it will be those moments that you share that's like stolen moments. And I think stolen moments are so beautiful. I love a good stolen moment, you know, as opposed to what you do anyway. And you just say the hell with, you know, whatever that meeting was. I'll just be five minutes or 10 minutes late. I think that's awesome. I really do. I think it just really shows your spouse, you know, wow, they they found me to be important enough. You know, my dude or my girl really found me important enough. And that's awesome. I really believe that's awesome. Okay, so these are just ways to to look at your marriage and see, 
And if, for those not married who are in a long-term relationship with kids, same difference. You can apply all these rules there as well. If you find that you are in a relationship with the children and it's pulling a lot of your attention, make sure it's not causing a rift in the relationship. Make sure it's not causing a rift. We don't want anyone being neglected or, you know, left out. Okay? So that is going to be the topic for Matters of the Heart this week, you guys. It's really just worth it. Because they are little, they are little angels indeed. You know, they're so precious and need so much time. But sometimes you can go ahead and just give them a, a shot, a look or something. I'm joking. I'm joking. Don't give them a shot. Okay. I didn't, I mean, because that's bad, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. That's bad. But they would go to sleep, though, right? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, I can't say that. They said, don't say give the kids a shot. I already said it, though. Anywho, all righty. So, um, um, <laughs> That's what I'm going to say about that. Now, for my ladies who are still out there interviewing men, trying to find Mr. Right, let's work on figuring out what his text messages really mean. Hey, you guys, have you seen the kicker spot? I mean, I'm trying to find the kicker spot. I can't get in? What do you mean I can't get in? I'm Tiangelo. I'm the host. The kicker spot. When you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTM Blog is a site to visit. But there's also a clip of me on the red carpet when I call one of the wrong name. Ooh, yeah. The kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot. The kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot, spot, spot. If you know who you are, my bad. Um, it was my birth. The kick is spot. 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 The kick is The kick is spot. The kick is The kick is What's going on? This is your boy Tiangelo, and you are chilling at the kick is spot. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is your boy Tiangelo, and we are now going to assist some of our single ladies out there looking for Mr. Right. And so in today's time, you know, communication is such a thing these days and thus the invention of lead text message text messaging and you sometimes you read these text messages and you're wondering what is he really trying to say you know should i text him again should i call him again uh, i don't know so we're going to build some scenarios here we're actually going to be a few scenarios here and let's get you you know see if you have some situations and we'll apply them and then i'm going to show you a perfect way to figure out what his text message really means Okay, so here's the first young lady whose text, who's wrote in about her scenario. Okay, she says, here's the deal. Sometimes whenever I'm around my crush for a few seconds, it gets quiet. If I walk past him and his friends get, uh, his friends, excuse me, if I walk past him and his friends, it gets quiet. Or I'll sometimes hear his friends call his name. I have been seeing and hearing his name everywhere. Now I'm wondering, does that mean anything, or am I thinking too much into this? I think I meant to read a different one because it's not the one I wanted. If she's hearing his name everywhere, that means it's just you reading into it. You're kind of, you know, that's you lusting. That's not the one I wanted. Um, That's not him. That's very much you. Um, I'm sorry, you guys. That was not the one that I was supposed to have read. You get a bunch of these in, and you have to, you know, weed through them. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. This is the one. Here's the deal, you guys. She writes, 
Me and this guy have been friends for a pretty long time, and I really like him. We're both sophomores and both in the marching band. Mm, one time at band camp. <laughs> okay. He's been, <laughs> he's been starting to show interest in another girl, so I want to hurry up and get him to know, get him to know me and that I'm interested. Tomorrow we'll be together for a while. Then we'll be at a football game. Now I'm wondering, what are some things I can do to show him that I like him? He's pretty. He's pretty obvious. It's pretty obvious that I want him, and I really want him to know. What should I do? I guess I do something really wrong with this one because I like the question, but that's not what I was looking for either. Okay, what should she do? This is a great question, though. Um, I guess, you know, you don't want to give away the entire store. So you can't just walk up to him and say, you know, I like you. But in 2013, I think, yes, you could. You could maybe just ask him, you know, invite him out to a casual, like, cup of coffee or something, you know, and maybe a little bit more flirtatious than usual. Yeah, your time is short because the girl gets in there and nabs him before you do. You'll be upset. So to that one, I would probably just say you need to kind of be a little bit more aggressive than usual so you can, you know, get his attention and really let him know that you're interested. That's the biggest thing, not just to get to his attention, because if he just thinks that you are, like, the sister of the homegirl, you've really defeated your purpose because now he's going to ask you advice on how he can get with that other girl who's been, you know, <laughs> brushing up on him. But you have to take that road and brush up on him a little bit yourself, you know, not allow too much. I mean, I'm a aggressive personality, so I'm going to just tell you that, you know, that's the approach. I think you should take a little bit, a little bit more aggression in saying that you're interested. I mean, why not? I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, just kind of, I think going with the luncheon, you know, or coffee or something like that is kind of cool. You guys are in, in band, so you can invite him to go somewhere. And then, you know, maybe wear a little off the shoulder. Not too much. <laughs> I think that's a good way. You know, be subtly aggressive. It's kind of like a nice nasty where you've got both of them involved. You need to be a subtle aggressive. Does that make sense? I think that's a great idea. I do. I'm sorry, you guys. I have just got my notes all kind of discombobulated here. Well, I don't know what I did with the text message that I wanted. It was a couple of them that I have for you guys. These are great, too. Okay. Well, since I'm obviously having an issue. Oh, I think I just found him. Okay, yes. Sorry for the delay there. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here's the deal, you guys. The girl writes, the other day I decided to text my ex-boyfriend, who I still have feelings for. <sighs> we all know how that goes, texting with the old boyfriend. Mm, I'm sure we've all been there. And I've heard some success stories. Indeed, I have. Okay, let's get back to this letter. I'm having flashbacks. We spent nearly four hours texting back and forth about our favorite show, The Walking Dead. This is one of our first real conversations we've had together since we broke up three months ago. This conversation marked the first time I initiated contact with him before he had texted me once with a generic, hey, what's up type of conversation with me. He seemed eager to talk, and I got fairly long replies every two minutes or so. Okay, he's engaging in conversation. That's good. That's good. He seemed, oh, excuse me. 
Um, now, this ex has recently got out of a rebound relationship that lasted about three weeks with a girl he had no interest in. Okay. He, he, he had to rebound on you? Okay. O- okay. Let's keep going. He had dated that girl because they were friends for a while, and apparently my ex was trying to push his mind from the situation of our breakup. Your friends probably t- His friends probably told him to do that. Your friends do tell you sometimes the best way to get over one person is to get underneath another. <laughs> well, I guess I won't continue that statement. You know the rest. Continuing the read. The night before he had broke, we had broken up. Oh, excuse me. The night before he had broken up with the rebound girl, he texted me as well. And we had a funny, entertaining conversation like the good old days. Okay, so then she sent a JPEG of her text message with him. It was a 6.20 p.m., and it reads, no, it was so sad. That's a D-D-D-D-D-D-D. And then it writes, really, though? All right. I need to get some rest now. Thanks for listening to all of my three season, listening to all the season three reactions, though. Ha, ha, ha. Good night. Ha, ha, ha. No problems. Always glad to talk. Smiley face. Good night. So he thanked her for listening. She said, no problem. So now she's wondering, here's the big question. Now she's wondering, this screenshot that she, I showed you is from her, her recent conversation. Am I reading too into this? Is the text message him being interested in me again? Or is there a chance, is, and also is there a chance that there are still feelings and he wants to be with you, be with me? So is there still feelings? Yes. There's interest, and he's definitely showing interest in you. So should you go forward because you still have feelings too? Well, first I'm going to tell you you have to understand something. You guys broke up for a reason. And if you haven't fixed the issue that caused you to break up, it doesn't matter if you get back together or not. You're just going to have the same situation, if not worse. Um, Why is he all of a sudden texting you? Are you the rebound girl also? Are you the rebound girl to the rebound girl? Like why all of a sudden now that the the first relationship he gets into after you didn't work out, now he's in your face? No. You have to make him work for it. Is he interested in you? Probably, yes. I do think he's probably into you. But I think you need to take your time, chill out, and you guys need to be friends first. Try being friends so you can learn how each other works in just, you know, a platonic realm. And then if you guys still stay comfortable, you can move into have a companionship. But is he into you is the main question. Yes, he is. Should you go forward? Mm, not just yet. I think you should just chill out. Be comfortable where you guys are. Enjoy the friendship. Just hang out and let it be what it'll be. Okay? Now, for that's the answer to that question. Now, discuss finding out what the text message means. So, you guys, Cosmo recently has this webpage, Cosmopolitan.com, has this page where it says, man, it's a man text decoder. I'm actually going to post this on my Facebook so you guys can have access to it. Let me do that right now. It is a Cosmo Man Text Decoder, okay? Now, what you do here is it asks you questions, and you just click the little bubbles, and it tells you what the answers are. So let's make up our own scenario, okay? The first question is, what time did he text you? Well, let's say it was in the evening, you know, between 5 and 10 p.m. it says there, you know, kind of after work, but not too late to be a booty call. Next question. When did you last hear from him before this text? Well, let's go with the last girl's story. She said it had been about three weeks 
so over three weeks ago. We'll put that one. Next question. What was his text about? Was it asking you out? Was it asking how you are? Inviting you around for bedroom fun? Asking you over for dinner? Random group text? Saying he had fun when he last saw you? Checking you got home okay? Asking for his DVD back? Asking if you're going out tonight? Or telling you what he's been up to? Well, he asked how she was doing. And he was just checking on her. So let's go with ask, asking, how are you? Yep, that's what we'll go with, right? Okay, it says, how did he? How did his text end? Was it with a question mark or was it hugs and kisses, like XOXO? Personally, I think a man shouldn't be too much, be doing too much X and O's, and so we won't just put a question mark. That's what we'll put. Oh, we got our answer. Here we go. Your answer. He texts you in the evening between 5 to 6 p.m., you last heard from him about three weeks ago. He then texts asking how you're doing, ending the text with a question mark. So according to the decoder, this means, sorry to say, but he's just bored. He didn't have any plans tonight, so started going through his phone and found your last message, which re- which he replied to. Ooh, wow. Do we think that's the girl's situation? Do we think that he just got bored and had a conversation? I mean, they did discuss the show. That they, well, you guys, that's here on um, the Man Text Decoder. So I'm posting this to my Facebook now, so you can try your hand at it and see how it goes for you. Um, oh, well, I hope that helps you guys. If, if you found Matters of the Heart and the Decoding Text to be helpful, be sure to join Team T'Angelo at tangelo.com for more of these topics and others, okay? Be sure to visit tangelo.com. What's going on? This is a celebrity hub. So we do have a few questions to a few topics to get into, but really quickly, um I just saw this movie that is coming. I didn't see the movie, I'm sorry. I saw a trailer for this movie that's coming out starring Jennifer Hudson. Some of you may have heard of um Winnie Mandela, which is a big blockbuster kind of film. But funny enough, she has a more I think an indie film called um Excuse me. It's called in, inevitable. My mouth is not working. Hold on. The inevitable defeat of Mister and Pete. Yes, the inevitable defeat of Mister and Pete, where Jennifer Hudson plays like a heroin addict 
who gets arrested the, while her children are hiding under the bed. She disappears while her son and one of his young friends are, you know, in the apartment by themselves. Mister, being a 13-year-old, and his friend, probably about two years younger than him, they're in the apartment, you know, making do, being a hustler on their own. When the, they kind of find out or realize that his mother used to be gone for what was one or two days, well, now they realize she's been gone for like three weeks. And so the young boy, the son's name is Mister, and his friend's name is Pete. Mister is played by Skyline Brooks, and Pete is played by Ethan Design. And they are living in a part of Brooklyn, which is really rough around the edges. I mean, it's really a hard place or whatever as far as the, the neighborhood. And it's just really it's, – it's like a good story, you guys. It's like a really good story just about the odds, you know, them trying to go through. The young man, Mr., the son, he has an audition in L.A., he says, and so he's trying to raise money to get himself to Los Angeles with him and his friend Pete. And it just seemed like a great fun – not fun, but, like, you know, a serious good movie. So something to check out in The Inevitable Defeat of Mr. and Pete with Jennifer Hudson. So I thought I would share that with you guys because I, I like the trailer. You can go to YouTube to find the trailer. That's what I did. Okay. So I mentioned Kanye West versus Jimmy Kimmel. So if you guys have not heard, Jimmy Kimmel and Kanye West have been having a feud on Twitter. They were having like a Twitter war. And it's like, really, how did that, how did that happen? Like, how does Jimmy Kimmel and Kanye end up going back and forth? Well, apparently, Jimmy Kimmel had, like, a little spoof video about Kanye, and Kanye didn't take too well to it. And Jimmy had two kids, actually, two kids going back and forth in the video talking, using kind of foul language and stuff. It was a funny little skit. I couldn't hate. And so, apparently, Kanye took offense to it, went to Twitter, and they kind of went back and forth for a spell, and which was kind of interesting because... Jimmy Kimmel just took the whole thing as a joke. Like, he was kind of laughing all off, like, ah, uh, whatever. Oh, my goodness, I'm in a hip-hop feud. I'm in a rap feud. I always wanted to be in a rap feud. And, you know, Kanye and himself, he had a lot more to say about that. So after the feud kind of went on Twitter last week, Jimmy Kimmel ended up inviting Kanye to be on his show this week, yesterday, matter of fact, to hash it out. Now, of course, myself, since I believe that entertainment is just that entertainment, that I believe is all fake. I thought they set it up, but they swore it was not a hoax. It was not a hoax at all. This is what really kind of went down. Um, Kimmo, like I said, aired the parody interview, and he didn't like it. I'm trying to find a quote here. Well, anyhow, Kanye did go to the interview, do the show yesterday, and it started off kind of, you know, kind of shaky. Um, Kanye was kind of cold at first, whatever, just kind of giving Kimmo some glares, you know, that he wasn't impressed with him. As they, you know, went into the conversation of what happened. So fair enough, Kimmel even admitted he hadn't, he didn't do, okay, back up a step. Kanye had done an interview and with another radio show. And so Kimmel's parody kind of made fun of the interview. But the crazy part about it is Kimmel had to tell him that he hadn't even seen Kanye's whole interview when he came up with the skit. Yeah, that's what I thought Kanye West says to him. Eventually, Wes did open up and start feeling better. You know, it didn't go all too bad. But at first, it was just really kind of tense on on the show. And at a certain point, you know, they kind of let go. But Kimmel did apologize 
you know, he wasn't going out for him like that. And Kanye, you know, kind of expressed that the reason he kind of got upset with him and got so serious was because they had recently had developed, you know, a friendship. And so Kanye was kind of, like, surprised at him. And I'm trying to think. It was a um, – what you call it? I'm sorry. Kanye even had stated that um, – he felt – okay, Kanye, this is a quote. Kanye implied that he expected Kimmel to understand the kind of pressure that he is under as a famous person giving an interview, explaining that, you know, people, the public, feel that it's okay to treat celebrities like animals in the zoo. And so he thought the fact that he would make a fun of his interview just really wasn't cool. So by the time they got done, they hashed it all out. They were doing good. But we were really waiting for the showdown on Kimmel last night. If I haven't had a chance to see the entire show, I've seen a clip or two, but I know I'll be looking for that tomorrow morning because it's going to be interesting. Now, who, which celebrity was attacked with a concrete shipper? Well, it's Lisa Vanderpump's husband. Yeah, random, right? Like, why does he get attacked with, huh, what happened? Well, the you know, Vanderpump's rich husband, Ken Ty, says he has, Concrete reason to file this lawsuit, he's filing a lawsuit against these men who tried to not only attack him with a concrete chipper, but also to extort him for $50,000. The Vanderpumps were having some work done at their house, and Kevin had, been, um, Kevin had seen them working using the concrete chipper, and he, they, he, they, the contractors weren't doing it, I guess, correctly or in a way that was fitting to Todd. And so he went and said something when the contractors got upset and tried to hit him and attack him with the concrete chipper. And according to Ken's lawsuit, Ken's brother David approached threateningly in Ken's defense, at which point nearby police officers became involved. Now, no arrests were made, but Ken says his brothers later contacted him in an attempt to uh, – Later on, his brother said that the guy called back after attacking him to do a shakedown for the $50,000 that they wanted to get from him. And so I think this is all pretty crazy that you would try to do that to someone. Um, they wanted to do to get the $50,000 in exchange for keeping quiet about the altercation at the house. Basically, if you don't give us this money, we're going to tell them that, you know, it was almost a fight at your house. Like, Really? Who does that? Now, I know Lisa Vanderpump has some, you know, we know she has monies and stuff, but who tries to attack somebody with a concrete chipper? And if you guys wonder what a concrete chipper is, it's that thing like a big jackhammer that goes da 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 It's that thing. Yeah, I thought it was kind of random. Interesting story, indeed. Indeed. So then lastly, you guys, really quickly, the show Catfish. What's going on on Catfish this week? And which celebrity has gotten themselves involved? Well... You wanna, you're going to want to check this show out. You want to check out this episode because I personally couldn't believe it. I had to go and find the video. Okay, so this is kind of what happened. This 19-year-old girl from North Carolina, her name is Ke- Kinoa. Kinoa thought that she had met the man of her dreams, and her dreams had finally came true. And she had struck gold with online dating as she had been in a relationship with her biggest celebrity crush, the rapper Bow Wow. Yes, now rapper, he's the rapper Bow Wow, now a host on 106 in Park. Yeah, she thought she was in a relationship with Bow Wow. Now, he, the host Bow Wow could never meet on Skype 
or in person due to his heavy schedule. A few months into the relationship, Kenona says that Bow Wow sent her $10,000 to help her with her expenses as she's a young mother, you know, a single mother trying to do her thing. So Bow Wow has sent her $10,000, okay? Well, come to find out, after being persuaded or pursued by the show, the investigators found, you know, Bow Wow, talked to him, of course. He was like, no, I don't know anything about this. So they found out that Kinona was actually, in fact, dating, wait for it, D. Pimpin', another rapper. It turns out that Kiona's um, crush wasn't Bow Wow. It was a rapper, D. Pimpin'. But not only was it D. Pimpin', her, the person, D. Pimpin' is a female rapper. Yes, D. Pimpin' had this relationship with this girl and didn't tell her because she thought she was a little Bow Wow. So D. claimed that the $10,000 that she, she, she gave Kiona was from rapping. But it wasn't. It actually came from money she raised from her friends to help her with her music career, and she never intended to pay those people back. She just gave the money to this girl because she wanted to be with her. In the end, Kinona decided to end the relationship with a handshake and responded to these text message, Dee got a job and plans to pay her friends back. But if you guys watch the show, when she finds out that not only she's not dating Lil Bow Wow, it's a female. And the the Dee Pimpin is like, well, can we still be together? And she's like, no, I'm not a lesbian. You guys have to check this out. And there is the um, video from Bow Wow where he admits that it wasn't him. And the show did allow Keona to meet her, you know, her celebrity crush after all. But I just thought that was crazy. The girl had opened up a fan page. Who raises $10,000 to give to a person you never met? That was over the top. I haven't really watched a lot of this show, but I just thought that one was very much worth mentioning. Yeah, that was very, very much worth mentioning. Oh, my goodness. So, you guys, for more stories like this, be sure to just stick around. You can you can go to EOTMblog.com for stories like these where we just have a lot of fun with the happenings here on planet Earth. Ugh. You guys, when it comes to online dating, people do not get carried away with that. And I mean, don't get desperate. I mean, it's 2013. I understand you don't have to do it with FaceTime and Skype, but pictures, meeting people is very much necessary. Don't let the online dating, the desperate feelings, you know, of loneliness and all that stuff get the best of your judgment. Do not throw your good judgment out the window. Okay, you guys? I just thought this story was so over the top. But I know one thing, if I was told I was dating some major celebrity and then they sent me $10,000, I think you kind of could have me convinced you a little bit. You could. Okay. She came up, She came up though. She sure came up. Anyhow, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. Um, the next song that we're going to play is kind of a blast from the past, actually. I think you're going to love this. This is Robin Thicke's joint, Lost Without You. We'll be right back. Without you, can't help myself. 
into and I've fallen in love with, and I've decided to utilize it for my own life. And what lifestyle design is, is just pretty much when you take time to design your own life. And it's kind of like building a business, if you will. You sit down and find the things that you want to do, and you map out how to make it happen, and you tack it off one time, one, one, uh, one happening at a time. And I'm, unfortunately, I, I guess I was just messed up this evening. I was trying to find my lifestyle design so I can read to you guys as an example, but um, hold on here. So basically, what you want to do is you look at the different aspects of life that you want to live, from your housing to the car you drive to the kind of relationship you want to be in, to the kind of money you make, your retirement, your vacations, um, what city you want to live in, if you want to go to school, what school you want to go to. I mean, you really map it all out, and you break it all the way down. And by doing this, it allows you to put things into perspective, and you can see where you're going, if you're heading in the right direction, if you're going to meet the goals that you set for yourself, or are you wasting your time? Are you, you know, are you investing in yourself? And so by doing so, it gives you something to measure up to, okay? So when you start a new business, you don't just, you know, just wing it. You kind of design it, and that's what I still has to happen here. And I'm kind of flustered that the smile is just not where it's supposed to be. You know, honestly, what happened, you guys, is I probably renamed it so I wouldn't forget the name so I could have it here for you guys today. And guess what happened? I forgot. So, anywho, so yes, so sit down. If it's, I honestly say, sit down by yourself first. Sit down with yourself. Figure out what it is that you want out of life. You know, even if you, where you are today, it doesn't matter about the beginning of life. Just wherever you are today, what do you want? And for me, the overall message like, well, T, how far do I want to go into this? For me, you want to go into being seventy-five years old. I mean, the way the economy is right now, the way life works itself out. You, you, you're not going to luck up on being okay when you become elderly. You have to prepare for that now and design it and set it all, you know, put it together. Otherwise, if you don't, you will be looking up and looking crazy at 75. Work that, I guess, I don't know where a 75-year-old would work. At the bingo hut? I see some older people work like at fast food restaurants. You can do that. I mean, it's no problem with it. I just don't want to. That's my thing. It's not that it's a problem with you know, having a job at that age, I don't want to do it. So, um, I really want you guys to hear what mine has. I started off with where I wanted to live, like what city I wanted to live in. And that's important because while doing, while knowing what city you want to live in, it helps you figure out what kind of money you need to make, what your lifestyle is going to be, what taxes are going to be. And you, of course, your lifestyle design is up for change. You don't have to stick with it forever and always, but it does give you direction on which way you need to be heading. Okay. And so, like, with mine, I put it for my car. I personally want to get the Camaro. I want the 2013, not the new 14 body style. I don't like the new adjustments to the body style. And so I like the 2013 Camaro. So it's on my list of what I want. And then I want, like, you know, if I want a house, if I want a, a townhouse or something, I'm a city boy, so I don't have to have a big backyard. But now, if you're in a relationship, your spouse might want a big backyard. So something to consider. And then what else was it? My retirement. So, I, and honestly, I got on that retirement. I had to get my 401K put in order to make sure that's set up nicely. You know, and then when you say retirement, well, what do you want? 
Me personally, I have a grandmother who is 75 years old, and she's sitting very lovely. I want to look like her at 75. That's what I want to do. So that's what lifestyle design is, you guys. So sit down with yourself. And then after you sit down by yourself, you then put your spouse. Matter of fact, your spouse needs to sit on his own or on her own and do their version as well. And then you guys come together and see if y'all in the same accord. And that could really help a lot of issues when he want to go party, spend all the money, and you trying to save up to get a house. That could cause an issue, especially if he's spending all the good money out in the club and we parlaying like it's 1999. So once you guys sit down together, you go over what the two of you want, and then combine them. If he wants a kind of car, you want a kind of car, okay, figure out how to make that happen. If you want a kind of house, he wants a certain house, come to an agreement, see how I can make that happen. Um, if you find out that his job has health insurance and a great benefits package that has him with 401K and a retirement, okay, here's a setup. If yours isn't, then that's what you need to deal with is how you want to get yours set up because you want to make sure that you both are comfortable. Um, and, again, just break it down all the way down to whatever you feel you need, How basically how you want to live. You know what I'm saying? If, and on mine, I have my vacations. I want to take at least one major vacation per year and three to four small vacations. What is major? Weeks. A month if I can. And I want to go wherever. I mean, out of the country, if you so choose. I have a colleague of mine who doesn't believe in traveling in doesn't believe in traveling domestic. Every time she goes on vacation, she's in another ocean, another land somewhere. And so these are all things you want to write down so you don't sit here and question, what happened? How come I didn't get there? Because you didn't design it. You didn't plan it. You just hoped it would happen. And hoping for good things is not a good idea. It's kind of like the saying, if you don't plan for something, you plan to fail. It definitely stands true. It definitely stands true. I guess. That's all I had to say about that. I wanted to find where my where my what I honestly been talking to you guys the entire time and I've been trying to find it and it is nowhere to be found. That's horrible. I've lost my I've lost it. I've, what am I doing with my life? If I can't find my lifestyle design, will I just be? Will I? Oh my goodness! Ugh. I just found it right now. Awesomeness. Okay, I put schooling in there. I want to get my degree in communications. I'm working on that now, actually, you guys. I'm talking much about schooling, but I do deal with that. I put insurance on here also. So uh, when I talk about insurance, I'm a big person about when it comes to money. Let's count like every dollar that goes in and out the house. Like if you're planning something, I want all major expen- expenditures like to be listed. And so home insurance, car insurance, health insurance, all that needs to be written down. Um, when it comes to the money of the household, you need to write down what you want the annual household income to be. For me, when I get into a relationship, I feel that, um, well, no, yeah, yeah. If I get into a relationship, we need to walk through the door at at least 57000 apiece. And then while I'm in, you know, once I get out of school, within the first five years, I want to escalate that to 125000 again, annual income for the household. Okay, and you adjust that accordingly, of course, but you want to have it up on there. I have T's retirement. I have cars. I want the 2000 Chevy Camaro. Um, jobs, what kind of job do you want to have, you know? Mindset media host, TV broadcaster, creative director, public relations. These are jobs that I would not mind having. And by doing so, again, it allows you to go the direction that you want to go, not questioning what happened. You would know what happened because, 
you didn't put it down there, so it just didn't happen for you. Okay, so those are a few tips to deal with when it comes to lifestyle design, you guys. I think that it's a pretty awesome tool to have and it allows you. Some people believe in vision boards. You know, you put a vision board in front of you and make it happen. I'm not, I, I personally say I'm not a vision board person. I don't particularly like it. I think that it's just a bunch of pictures on the wall, and where's the plan? Where's the how I'm going to get to that picture? And then someone said something to me recently that kind of made me say, hmm, perhaps I should try the vision board. But actually, I want to take my lifestyle design and blow it up to poster size and put it on my wall and paint around it and make it artistic. Now that I just said that to you guys, I'll probably do that tomorrow. I haven't thought about that, but I think I might do that tomorrow. Okay. Well, you guys, like I said before, know that if you don't have a plan, you plan to fail, okay? It is really just as simple as that. Well, you guys, I believe, believe, believe that's all, folks. It's been fun. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here as the clock is winding down, so I have to be sitting in front of a television watching the renowned scandal. You guys, this has been amazing fun. We've had a blast tonight. I had no guests these last two weeks. I've just been hanging out with you guys. No guests. A couple of good songs. And didn't y'all love that Robin Thicke throwback? I'm lost without you. Can't help myself. Okay, that's a big difference from that blurred lines. <laughs> I knew you wanted. Hey, I knew you wanted. Yeah, that's definitely what's up. Okay, you guys, so thank you so much for hanging out with your boy here at the Kicker Spot. It's definitely been a thrill and a great fun time we've had tonight. Um, be sure to stop by Tangelo.com and join Team Tangelo. I would love to have you. Um, know that I'm also in the process of pre-production design of my new video blog. That's right. Not only get to hang out with your boy, but you'll be able to see me and we'll be discussing a lot of fun topics. So I'm not privy to release a lot of information about it just yet, but know that it is in the works. It'll launch, I think, in the top of the new year. So I need y'all to be there. Be sure to join channel.com so you stay abreast on all things T'Angelo. Um, other than that, you guys, Oh, I don't know if I told y'all, but on Monday, I'm actually going to a taping of The Voice. That's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, we'll be hanging out with um, CeeLo and Christina Lara and stuff. That's on Monday. That should be fun. That should be fun. But for now, I'm going to go watch Scandal. All right, you guys, I'm out of here. Continue to live life to the fullest and know that I'm your host, T. Angelo. Y'all have a good night. It's your boys, welcome to the kicking spot. It's your boys, it's your boys. I'm your host, T'Angelo. T'Angelo. Why did I have a video? I was partying to the break of dawn. How did I know who recorded the video? T'Angelo. OMG. It's kind of sporadic. So, no. Okay, so that'll work. Apparently, I'm eager to when I talk about myself all the time. Go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kicker Spot. I'm your host, T'Angelo. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the move. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.